Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs, where we talk with founders of companies who bet on themselves in one. My name is Rich Lebrun, and I am the founder and CEO of Lebrun Advisory Group. You can find us at rlebrun.com. Our mission is to help our clients build wealth through business ownership. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Our special guest today is Neil Patel. He's the co-founder of Neil Patel Digital. Neil has a wonderful background, so buckle your seats. Here we go. Neil is the New York best New York Times best-selling author. The Wall Street Journal calls him a top influencer on the web. Forbes says he is one of the top 10 marketers. Entrepreneur Magazine said he's created one of the 100 most brilliant companies. He's recognized as a top 100 entrepreneur under the age of 30 by President Obama and top 100 entrepreneur under the age of 35 by the United Nations. He has helped companies such as Amazon, Microsoft, Airbnb, Google, NBC, General Motors, Salesforce, and and many more through his marketing strategies. Neil's marketing blog alone generates over 4 million visitors per month. His Marketing School podcast generates over a million listeners per month. His YouTube channel is is about YouTube channel about marketing has over 31 million views, 765,000 subscribers. Neil has over a million Facebook fans, 372,000 Twitter followers. He has sp- spoken over 310 conferences and companies around the world and on and on his resume goes. So we're just really grateful that you're on the show today. Our listeners uh, would love to hear about your story and welcome Neil to the show. Thanks for having me. Never heard my bio like that. So you're a pretty impressive yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Neil, as we talked a little bit before, our listeners really do love to hear the story. Your story is your story. How you started your company? What was the driving force to do that? Any you know any hurdles you had overcome? So please take it away. Tell us how you started your company. Sure. So if if I had to go way back. Um, I'm 37 now. I started becoming an entrepreneur when I was around 15 and a half. And, you know, at the time I was uh, looking for a job, couldn't find a job, created a job board. Cause I'm like, if I can't find a job, let me just help other people create a job. And I created a job board and it got little to no visitors. And the reason behind this was, is I wanted to make money. That's why I started entrepreneurship. Not the right reason, but that's what I did. Usually you want to start something cause you're solving a problem. You see a pain point. I wanted to become an entrepreneur because I just wanted money. That was it. There was no other logical reason. And when I created my job board, popped it up, paid some people to help me out, no one came to it. And it was at that moment I had to learn marketing. And I got decent at it, started driving traffic to the job board, was reading articles, going to events, um, experimenting, trying to get good at it by myself because I didn't have really any money to pay too many firms to help me out. And after six months, seven months, I started getting a good amount of traffic, almost 100,000 visitors a month. I was like, holy crap. Wow. A lot of traffic. And even with all that traffic, I was just like, wait, I'm still not making any money. But I was good at the driving traffic part. So I was like, you know what? Forget this. I'm just going to go and go to college, finish early, and just go get a job like everyone else because I couldn't figure out how to make money, right? That was the main reason I want to start being an entrepreneur. So my first college class when I was 16 was called Speech 101. So I was going nighttime to a community college, Speech 101, give a speech on how Google works and how to do marketing on it. 
someone in there said, hey, I'm at this company and we're actually looking for someone like you. So they, he got me a gig, five grand a month. I drove um, uh, around $20, $25 million a year in revenue. And I was like, ah, oh, this is working out quite well. And they're just like, yeah, this is working out quite well. The owner of the company, his son owned an ad agency. He introduced me a few more customers. Next thing you know, I was 16, making 20 grand a month. And 16 years old. 16, you said? Yeah, 16. And it's still a lot of money even today. But the whole premise behind it was is I was really good at driving traffic. I enjoyed it. And I was solving a real problem for people. Fast forward to where I am. I did a lot of startups in between, but the main company I focus on today is NP Digital, which was short for Neil Patel Digital. And my ad agency, we help drive traffic and sales and we love it. We've been doing it for five years. We now have 750 plus people that work for us. Um, we're spread out throughout the whole world. We're still growing nicely, um, getting headwinds from the economy. I'm assuming like a lot of people are though. Uh, so our growth has slowed down, but we love what we're doing. We're having a ton of fun and I enjoy it. And the big thing that I learned is it's hard to make money just because you want to make money. It's easy to make money for good at solving a problem that a lot of people are facing. Mm -hmm. So solve a problem. That's what you should dive in. And if you're passionate about what that problem is and the solution you're going to provide, you're going to do much better than other people out there who are just doing it for the money because when you're passionate, you're putting the time, the energy, the resources that you need to succeed. That's fantastic. Let's let's look back a little bit. So you've been in business for a while and you started at 15 and a half and, uh, and you're 37 today. Is that correct? Huh? Okay. So so you got a little over 15 years underneath your belt. Looking back, is there any decisions you made that you wish you would have done differently? The big thing was focus. So I did way too many businesses. I had a, when I first started off, I would start helping people get more traffic. So ad agency that I was like, ah, this type of business sucks. Created a software company, created another software company, tried to create a cloud computing company. Uh, I did one too many ventures. If I just focused on an ad agency, eventually went full circle. So I had an ad agency back in the day, didn't like it, created some other companies. Five years ago, I created another ad agency. That's the NP digital one. But if I stuck with it the whole time, I would have been way better off in life. Yeah, well, it's because we only learn by uh, doing, right? And so uh, you get a chance, to, you know, we get a chance to go backwards. But let's say you also are very successful. At 37, you, you, you hit benchmarks of people would only dream of hitting, okay? Are there any key decisions that you can look back and say, these are some of the good decisions I made to help me get to where I'm at? Saving money was big. Because a lot of times when you want to make decisions, it's expensive or you may not make as much. My mom always taught me when I was younger, it's easier to save it than it is to make it. So saving does help quite a bit. The other big thing that I ended up learning the hard way was uh, if you do too many things at once, you're never going to put enough time and energy into one thing to make it successful enough. That was another big lesson. The other thing that helped me get to where I am today and this one took me a long time, but one of my in-between companies was called Kissmetrics. We raised venture capital. The startup didn't work out. And the investors would tell me, Neil, your only job as a founder is to hire really amazing people. And hire people who have done it before, and that's how you succeed. And uh, I did that with this business, hired really successful people who have done it before, and it's really helped us. Well, fantastic. We're going to jump into that in the next half of the show. But let's take a little break here. 
NP Digital. Okay, you've actually cracked the code on what everybody wants is, you know, uh, traffic driven. So you're not going to give us your secret sauce, but let's tell us about your company, who your customers are, um, so our listeners can see if they would be someone that could utilize your services. So at NP Digital, we help companies all over the world with their digital marketing um, or performance marketing, whether it's SEO or Google or Facebook or social media or email or conversion optimization. We literally do digital marketing for all types of customers in all different kinds of industries. Doesn't matter if you're a franchise or a car dealership or a software company or a Fortune 100 company. And we also have an SMB division called NP Digital Accelerate, where we help small and medium businesses grow as well. So define small. Is it is it is that a sole entrepreneur, or is this a, have a minimum revenue or minimum size, or, or is your services available to everybody? It's available to almost everyone. Um, if you're a solo entrepreneur, probably not the best fit. But if you have some employees, you're looking to scale, you already have revenue. Um, that's what our SMB division helps out with. We don't really work too much with uh, people who are just starting off and have no revenue. Um, some of our clients are that though, uh, they're heavily venture funded, but typically our clients are people who are already generating revenue. In any industry, I mean, for the most part. Industry. Yeah, perfect. And you work with, and also all around the world. Yep. Okay. Location doesn't matter. We have people all around the world. We have 750 employees. My guess is within a year and a half to two years, we'll be over a thousand. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, you're also an author of many books. Is there any one book that maybe you would suggest uh, to our listeners? Maybe they should start out uh, by reading. I wrote a book ages ago called Hustle. But the bigger thing, a uh, book that I love that I would recommend, it's not written by me. It's written by a guy named Ray Dalio. I love the book called Principles. You guys should check it out. Principles. Okay. We'll put that as well as uh, your book on books on the uh, show notes. Well, let's shift to the second half of um, the show here. You mentioned, you know, you have a lot of employees. Okay, you mentioned headwinds. You know, as we talked a little bit before the show, we are all the headwinds we face today, we face in a lifetime of a business, but here we are facing them all in one year. So you have to lead 750 people. You have to navigate your company. You have to adapt and adjust. So tell us, how are you doing that? You see this is a time to retreat, time to invest, time to pivot. How are you looking at these current uh, headwinds and how are you how are you uh, navigating your company? Sure. So I'm no economist, but I think the headwinds are going to get worse, not better. Governments are continually rising rates. I don't think we've really seen the uh, real full force of people doing the layoffs and stuff like that. So I think the economy is going to get worse. Now, the way we're navigating it is be cautious with our spending. Um, hire the right people. If you see good people in a good market or a bad market, you should get them because good people always pay for themselves. And the other thing that we're seeing is just be patient. Um, we're not rushing to go hire too much or do tons of acquisitions. We're taking it slow and steady. It's okay to have slower growth, but have some cushion to optimize for the downside as well. So, you know, we're not being too aggressive because we want some sort of a safety net. So this is probably more of a learning for me. Uh, you're in this digital marketing side, and I'm thinking when things slow down, I would guess that they need your services more. They, they do, um, but people still do cut back where they try to. And 
what we have seen is some companies started cutting back when the stock market went down because we deal with some really large publicly traded companies. And I remember we were telling one of them, hey, you sure you want to turn this off? This is profitable. And they're like, yeah, our CFO said we had to turn off our stocks drop too much. And then within 30 days, like, hey, we are seeing a big drop in revenue from your efforts. And I'm like, yeah, because it was profitable. I told you, <laughs> if you're spending a dollar and you're making two, you should spend as much. It doesn't matter what economic climate you're in. And then they came back to us and our, they said, our CFO gave us a green light to turn it back on. And uh, how much more can we allocate? Can you keep scaling up to double, triple, quadruple? And I've been through multiple recessions before. I'm not saying we're in one or not. Again, I'm not an economist. But during previous recessions, I'm talking about like 2008, people would turn off spend even if it was profitable because they were worried. The market's much more sophisticated in which we're seeing companies not really turning off spend. If it's profitable, they don't care if it's a good market or a bad market, they're just spending more. Um, so I think digital marketing will still grow, but I don't think it'll grow as fast as it did a few years ago. When the economy starts recovering, people will start going more you know, all in into digital marketing because it's a great way to grow and it's more effective than traditional ads. Just look at Google, Facebook. They're much larger than most traditional companies. And it's because the advertising is more effective. Um, most people don't understand your space that you're in. That's why we need people like you. But are there uh, trends, adjustments, or is there some nuances to your industry that's changed since you started? Uh, algorithms keep changing. So when you're in the digital marketing arena, there's algorithms as Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or YouTube or Google or Bing and the list goes on and on. So you got to keep adapting to it, which sucks. But what was funny was on a podcast interview yesterday and the guy's like, well, if they didn't adapt, then people wouldn't need you. I'm like, yeah, that's true. That's a good way of looking at it. But I'd rather it be easier for the customers. Forget me making money. What's best for them is something that's easier to uh, execute on than something that's harder. So, so are the, all the social media platforms changing and you have to adapt to those? Is that what you were saying? That the search engines, they all change on a regular basis. Some change multiple times a day, some change weekly, some change monthly, but you got to adapt. You have to adapt. Right. Well, you started your business at 15 and a half. A lot, half our listeners are people working for corporate America. Okay. And they're, I doubt, doubt 15 and a half who are listening. Usually, they're, I would say our demographic is probably more 45 to 65, most likely. We are getting a lot of younger folks which we really appreciate. But if you're working for corporate America, what would you say to them if they're thinking about wanting to start their own business? If you're looking to start your own business and you're passionate about something and you think you're going to love it, go for it. You know, just these economic downturns are some of the best times to start a business. Look at companies like Netflix and Amazon. They've thrived during downturns. Um, you can too. You just got to be patient and you got to find something that you love. Because if you don't love it, you're not going to put in the energy that you need to. I look at downturns as some of the best times to start businesses because there's usually less competition. Less competition. Perfect. And for the people who are already own a company, and you had mentioned earlier, one of the lessons you learned is maybe doing too many things at one time. But all our companies are saying, you know what, maybe my particular product or service is a little slow. Maybe I need to pivot, adjust, or adapt. What would you be saying to them? about if they're considering adding additional revenue stream? If you can add in complementary revenue streams like upsells, downsells, those are all great. Think of it this way. 
you know, most people in marketing and business, they always focus on, I want more traffic. I want more new customers. And that's great. But if you look at most large corporations, they generate the majority of the revenue from repeat customers. So figure out more products and services that are very related to your core ones that you can add in that will generate, help you generate more repeat customers. Yeah, that's great advice. You already have that base there. Why not give them more services in a better and different way? Yeah. Neil, I really want to say thanks. Again, I know uh, you're an extremely busy guy. So thanks for taking time on the show. If people wanted to get a hold of you uh, to get a chance to work with you, what's the best way for them to do that? And <clears throat> npdigital.com. Okay, just, is there fill out a form or whatever and someone will reach out to them? Yep, exactly. Go to the contact page, fill out your details, and we'll get back in touch. Yeah, perfect. Well, thanks again. On behalf of our listeners, I'm always grateful for our guests who take their time out of their day to share their insight and their wisdom. So thank you for your, taking your time. And uh, I got, it was a pleasure getting to know you. Same. All right, take care. Rich LeBrun here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you are a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag GetItDoneEntrepreneurs. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.